This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We used to say we was the Audi version of Scott and Courtney. Because <laughs> he had the long hair. And I just remember that was the first time we looked at each other and was like, what the fuck have I done? <laughs> but like, now I'd love that. <laughs> I'm, I'm walking around with Ryland like, anyone? Anyone? Remember me? Fucking love Ireland theme tunes, your ringtone going, oh, sorry, one minute. In Starbucks, when I asked me for my name, I'm like, Shauna, at Shauna Phillips on Instagram. I don't know, I don't know if you know me. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Oh Baby Pod with me, Shauna Phillips. And me, Holly Connolly. This week, we are going to be talking to the gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous and hilarious, hilarious, hilarious Cara Delahoyd. Um, she is one of my favourite Love Islanders ever since she farted on national television. Cara and Nathan met on Love Island, won their series, have two children, Freddie and Delilah, have a dog called Nigel and are now living their best lives. Honestly, they are just, they're a couple girls and we'll be delving into what it's really like to leave the villa and start a family. So let's get into it. Hi, Cara. I feel like this is human interaction. No, like I'm really excited because <laughs> all I've done today is speak to Nathan. <laughs> That's what we're like. We just literally spend the whole time bitching about our kids, significant others, insignificant others. <laughs> I get it. I spoke to someone yesterday. I was at gymnastics. Yeah, Delilah started going gymnastics. Don't ask. She's free. I don't know. But she loves it. And I was talking to one of the dads there and he's got an older kid as well. And we are talking to someone who had younger kids. And they was like, they're just nightmares. And I was like, yeah, yeah, listen, it don't get no better. I said, they're nightmares forever. I said, just the situations in which they are nightmares yeah. changes. <laughs> and become more dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I can't give you any optimism because... You, you just got to take the good with the bad. I was on a walk with my mate today. She's got three kids and she was like, it just gets worse. Oh my like, God. My, my oldest one was having a fit today because she couldn't leave for school with her friendship bracelets on. Hudson shitting himself and being sick. Kitty just wants to scream in her face. And I was like, oh my God. She's like, just don't do it. Just don't do it. That one's fine. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. I'm one and done. I'm 100% one and done. Are you? I could never do this again. I've got two. Will you have any more? No way, man. You're <laughs> mental. I just, I, the way I look at it, yeah. The way I look at it, we're very fortunate. I've got a boy, yeah. I've got a girl. Yeah. They're both healthy, touch wood. Like, yeah, they're mental, but their dad's <laughs> mental. Um, so they're not going to yeah. not be. And I just think, I, like, I genuinely look, I, what I say to people, and this ain't even me taking the mic now. I don't think I could mentally cope with one more child. I'm not even taking the mic. I'm being deadly serious. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do this again. Like I no. struggled with this mentally and I could never do it again. Yeah, no, apparently three is like like torture. Yeah. We, with two, like obviously I'm lucky I've got Nathia. Like we, if they, if they both kick off, you can take yeah. one each and you can run in different <laughs> directions and sort one child out each. But three, what happens? You're fucked. You have to all just be together. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Like, do you know what I think about as well? This is well stupid and you're going to be like, that is, that is first world problems. <laughs> like you're mad. Do you know when you get on a plane yeah, and you've got four seats in the middle, right? I can barricade my kids in. We can do one of us on each yes. side, the kids in the middle. What do you do when you've got three, when you've got three kids? Because one of you has got to sit with two of them oh and one's got God. to sit with one. And because you're the mum, you're always going to end up with two of them. That's just not... Cara, no. you sit in business and leave Nathan with the kids in economy. It'd be lovely, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> there's your answer like my kids I did it to them yesterday yeah, I was having a really bad day you know and you've got really bad stomach pads and you're just like I just want to sit yeah. here and just leave me alive yeah. 
And I'm sitting there on the set, curled up watching Prisoner of Azkaban because I'm a geek. And Nathan's just sitting there watching TikTok. And do you know like, all they're doing is going, <laughs> mum, mum, mum. And I'm saying yeah. to him, your dad, sitting there. Default parents. Yeah, talk to him. <laughs> anyway, children are beautiful and they're lovely. And I'm so glad you've both got two little ones and you, you, it's going to be magical. No one, no one tells you this the truth. Great. No, no, no. Listen, people do tell you the truth. People do tell you the truth. But then you've got these people that go, People just put such a downer, like I'm pregnant and I don't want to hear about this. I just want it. And you think, fine. Yeah. Live in your magical world where yeah. you're going to get a rat and your baby's going to sleep all the time and you're going to be able to have a poo on your own <laughs> for the next 10 years. This is what it is now. People want to live in dream worlds. And if you tell them the truth, they get annoyed and they, they, they think that you're being a hater yeah. and you're ruining their bubble. Yeah, I know. No, we're just being honest with you. Hard. But it's beautiful. I feel like I have to keep saying that because otherwise people are going to be like, oh my God, ring the social, these kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't want people to think we're like children haters and like uh, we're obviously very lucky because we've got kids. But also they're dickheads sometimes and we can say that. This is a safe place. Thank you, I feel seen. <laughs> so Cara, how long has it been since she was on Love Island? Uh, 2016, so we start eight years this year. Oh, That's mad, isn't it? Oh my God. That's gone so quickly. Can I just do a side note? I actually worked out the other day that I was in year seven, 18 years ago. What? Gonna let that sink in for everyone, but. Oh, right. I thought you was gonna say eight years ago. I was like, I feel so old. I thought you was gonna say you watch Love Island. No, and no, you no, 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 no. I found out the other day because one of my cousins is gonna be 18. And I was like, you was, I was in year seven when you was born. I only left school like five years ago. What are you on about? Turns out that's a lie. I actually left school a fucking long time ago. Yeah. But anyway, no, I feel like Nathan, Nathan and Cara were like the original, like they were like the the English Romeo and Juliet. They were that was what we all pitted our romantic um, yeah. dreams on. <laughs> we used to say we was we was the Audi version of Scott and Courtney because <laughs> he had the long hair. Yeah, and then I was like, oh yeah, like I just think I'm Courtney all the time. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh no, my favourite was when you farted. I, I honestly think that's one of the, one of the show with that little tramp. <laughs> I think that won it. <laughs> No, one's like, no, you only won it because you was with me and everyone thought I was funny. You was miserable. No, no, everyone thought you was miserable. I was like, oh, really? Was that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, listen, I farted and we won it. That's where I went wrong. I I wanted to leave, you know. I wanted to leave. I I was going to leave. I was going to leave. I wanted to leave as well. No. Yeah. Every time I went for a cigarette, I was having like a fucking pep talk. I was like, put your fucking big girl knickers on. You're in a villa. You've not got no work to do. But every day I was having a bitch fit. I was like, get that fire exit door. I'm fucking off. And it mad. I'm glad I didn't though. <laughs> did you? You didn't have a smoking area though, did you? No. Or you had to go out the front? Yeah, we had to go out the front. We was only allowed to smoke on our own. Um, and we had to ask for permission to go for a cigarette. I mean, I never did. I just fucking used to walk out. But I would have loved a smoking area. Oh, it's not like you. <laughs> I really think like people joke and they like, say so the show's changed. They're like, why do you think the show's changed? And I'm like, well, obviously all shows, they yeah. develop. Like things develop, everything changes. Big Brother changed, all of them. I said, but I do think get rid of the smoking area because they wanted to get nominated for BAFTAs probably. Fuck the BAFTA. <laughs> um, I have always said that I think not being drunk in there probably saved my life. Like I probably would have been cancelled, arrested. Like if I, if I was drunk when certain situations happened, like thank God I weren't. Because you have a clear head, but also, what great television that would have made! Was you allowed? Was you allowed to be drunk? So basically, this is a funny story, right? We, so I don't know about the first year. I don't know what they was allowed, but we was allowed first of all not to drink what we wanted, but we was allowed a little bit more alcohol, right? 
and everyone can blame not having alcohol on Nathan. And this is a true story. You can ask uh, Mike Spencer, you can ask Coco, you can ask <laughs> any of them. Yeah, this is true. So one night, Nathan got so drunk, right, because he was just drinking and Nathan can't handle his drink anyway. He's, he's a little man. It's not good for him to drink. <laughs> and he got so drunk. So after that, they limited, limited it to two drinks a night. Or it was a unit or something. People used to get two glasses of wine, but I used to, because I drink beer, because I'm, <laughs> don't know. But I worked out that if you drank beer, you was allowed more beers than people was allowed wine. Yeah. So I used to always get beer and then everyone else cottoned onto it. So that's why we, a lot of us was drinking beer. So it's actually Nathan's fault that there's a limit, but we always say that as well. I'm really glad there was a limit because I think it really saves a lot of people from ruining themselves. And that's one good thing that ITV did do. Yeah. No, I agree. Is there anything you would have done differently, Cara, in your whole experience? Because the thing is that everyone, when I was in there, I was like, you as yourself. And I just think yes. you're there for, you're there for six weeks. Well, when we was there at six weeks, we was in hiding for two weeks and you can't fake it. Like, this is the thing. People go in there and think, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You can't. You're in there for so long. You will do yeah. your nutting yeah. if you literally try and pretend to be something you're not. So I just think, no, and like, at the end of the day, I met Knife. I've got two kids. Like, we've got a really, like, where we've got a really yeah. lucky life. Like, yeah. I thank God every day that my job enables me to do be a full-time childcare as well because I've seen my kids do every step in their life yeah. and there's not many jobs. That's what I'm thankful that it gave me. Yeah, of course. This fascinates me, the whole like in hiding thing. Can you tell me about it, girls? Yeah. Obviously, I can't go on the show now, sadly, I'm married. I was going to say, Holly, you do know you, do know you can text me whenever. <laughs> you can ask me this whenever you want. <laughs> but I do think about it. Like when we've when we've talked about this before, I'm like, this is really, really interesting. Like I'd love to know what goes on when you're in hiding. I absolutely loved hiding. It's probably my favourite week of my life. Did you? Where was you though? South Africa. Oh wow. Do you know my word? You would you would have been like so afterwards we all spoke about where we was and like obviously we was in Milka, weren't we? Some people were in like all, all these really nice hotels, all beautiful. I, yeah. Mine was like a farm, I swear <laughs> to God. It was no swimming pool. I was in this little room with my, my chaperone. She was so lovely. I've still got her on Facebook. Yeah, I've still, got mine. I've still got mine. We, She was next door to me. Yeah. The food was, no, it was like proper, proper Spanish, Spanish food. food. I'm not really? Yeah. It was so Spanish. And I was like, I, yeah, I thought I was going mad because you've got no phone. I remember sitting there watching like, I don't, I don't even know what cartoon channel I got in Spain, but I was so desperate to just do anything. Yeah. I just sat there and watched cartoons. No. I hated it. So you weren't even allowed to like keep in touch with your mum? No. No. No, no one. one. Nothing. No, no one. Oh my God. It's wild. When they said, right, you've got to give your phone now, I was like, what? Like, this is it. Like it was, it's scary. But I was in like an apartment block and South Africa is fucking wild. Yeah, and I had really, like, my chaperone was so lovely. Like, I felt like I was on a week's holiday with my mate and we was going to nice restaurants. Aww. We was going to beach clubs. See, so this is the budget. This is, this is after series the budget, guys. <laughs> this is what happens. No, it it was banging. But I remember being in, um like, checking in at Heathrow and this was obviously the first Love Island they'd done in South Africa. So it was me and one of my chaperone that was going over there and I had like three huge suitcases. And I remember the girl that was checking me in, she was like, oh, going to Cape Town, are you? I was like, yeah. And she was like, why are you going to Cape Town? And I was like, 
just for a, just for a holiday. And it was my first taste of people like thinking, like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to lie to people. And my chaperone just took over. I was like, literally, oh, like a fucking business or pleasure. I literally had love island written on my forehead. Like, I couldn't have been any more obvious. That is hilarious. The newest, the newest eyelashes, the newest nails, like fresh to death tan. And I was like, I'm just going for a backpacking. The funniest thing about Shauna is her face says everything. Oh. You don't even have to like you. You know when Shauna's lying. This is what pisses me off about me. I forget that I can lie to people. <laughs> so when I do like interviews and stuff. I fucking ruined my whole life because I literally just tell him everything. Like I'm the biggest open book. It's ridiculous. So when you came out of the villa, tell me about that whole situation. So obviously you and Nathan were together and you've gone on to have a lovely life together. But in the beginning, that must have been really hard, no? So when we come, obviously series two was very different because series one was like a thing and whatever. Mm. Series two was like, like none of us thought we would be working eight yeah. years after. Like mm. we, we was all sitting around the fire pit and we'd go, oh yeah, like the boys are go, oh yeah, do you know what? We'll do a couple of them PAs, like we'll probably get some savings. Like that's generally what we thought. I promise you, we, like, I don't know if other people thought, but the majority of us thought we're going in there, you know, we're going to make some money for some savings mm. and then we'll all be back to work. That's what we all thought. And then when you get your phone back, like Shauna, you'll know what it's like. Yeah. It's just mental. You turn your phone on and it's like he's about to break down. He goes, no. Like, no. It, it goes all hot and there's so much going on. And I remember we flew back to, because um, I don't know if they what they do now, but they held like the finalists in a hotel. So you had to stay there to do press and yeah. this and another. So when we landed, they was like, oh, you and Nathan are doing Lorraine the next day. So Nathan oh was God. like, oh, I need, to go, I need to go and buy some clothes. I've got no clothes. Because back in the day, we used to have a little laundry woman that used to come and pick a bag up every two weeks and someone put a sock in there once and turned all Nathan's clothes blue, which was the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Oh my God. Ever. His clothes went blue. He had his final outfit there, no. everything. They had to go and they had to find Azara to find him new clothes. But because he's short, he'd had all his ta- uh, trousers tailored to fit him properly for the fucking <laughs> Oh, bless him. He was so angry. So anyway, we went to... um. His dad come up to meet us in London and we went to Covent Garden and Nathan was like, oh, we'll just go Covent Garden. We'll just go quick. I just want to go race. He's like, all right, fine, whatever. And his dad was like, listen, it's mental. Nathan was like, yeah. oh, shut up. Don't be stupid. He was like, listen, mate. Yeah. It's fucking mental out there. Do not go. We got there. We got out of this taxi. It was mad. Oh, I've never seen nothing like it. They had to, they had to stop people coming in race. I was like, this, this ain't weird. normal. Like, what is yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. And I just remember that was the first time we both looked at each other and was like, what the fuck have I done? <laughs> but like, now I'd love that. I would love that now. I'm walking around with Ryland like, anyone? Anyone? Remember me? Fucking love Ryland theme tune your ringtone going, oh, sorry, one minute. In Starbucks, when I asked me for my name, I'm like, Shauna, at Shauna Phillips on Instagram. I don't know, I don't know if you know me. <laughs> so then we come out thought we had this bright idea of oh my god let's move in together that's so clever when i see these love islands come out now and they move in together i think you absolute idiots but that's none of my business yeah they've got four months <laughs> so in our brain we was like we've lived together for six weeks we'll be absolutely fine so nathan lived in essex i'm from kent so we was like oh let's move to essex let's move to chigwell let's be really cool let's move to chigwell so we rented this flat in chigwell i hated it because i didn't know no one there I found it really like clicky because like down our way, like Shauna, you know, everyone talks to everyone. Like you go out, you've got your hair on top of your yeah. head like this. And I just felt very out of place. So I hated it anyway. Yeah. I had depression and anxiety. I've had it since I was 16. 
I went into a really bad like depression circle yeah, like what is my life Nathan had never been with anyone that had any <laughs> sort of depression like he didn't even know what it meant like even eight years ago it weren't a thing yeah. that people really spoke about yeah of course he was going on PAs and obviously going out getting drunk like so he'd be out he'd be out for days on end I'd be in this little flat on my own in this depression spiral wouldn't want to get out of bed then we'd argue because he'd be like what's the matter with you we're living this life why are you and I was like well you're at these PAs you're out all the time I'm mm. on my own if you're at home you're hungover like what so we that's where we were and we was at a point where we couldn't mm. stand each other we could not stand each other but at the time we had management and they was like you need to stay together you know you need to get work blah 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 blah, blah. and we thought that's what we need to do like and then, so we, so then I found out I was pregnant, but before I found out I was pregnant, I had my cousin, he was 19, he passed, um, but he'd been ill for a while, but he was ill whilst I was in Love Island. That's why wow. I found it quite hard as well. And then he passed away and I'd never had like an accident. I'd never got pregnant. Like I'm shit with my pill. How I'd never, you know, had an accident, I don't know. And I was like, I'm pregnant. And I told him he'd been in Amsterdam and he come back and I was like, I'm pregnant. He went ballistic. Stop. He went absolutely ballistic. We can't have this baby. We hate each other. Oh. We can't do this. Like this is ridiculous. We can't. And I was like, listen, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a spiritual person. I was like, but to me, that's a sign. I've just lost a cousin who's a boy. Mm. I've just literally found out I'm pregnant. Like that's a sign to me. Mm. So I was like, right, fine. Like we won't be together. I'm not going to stag you off. Like we'll just we'll just co-parent. Like mm. it'll be fine. So I moved back to Ken. I got a flat. He moved. Uh, he stayed in the flat. And we'd go for scans, yeah, and we wouldn't even yep. talk Shut to each other. Up. We would be in the same room looking at the same screen. No. I swear to God, and we would not even interact with each other. Like, he was at every scan. Every scan, Bro. every doctor's appointment, he was there. Like, he's, he's a good boy, but we would not even interact. And oh then one God. day, you you'll, you'll, you'll love this, yeah? So one day, but I never slagged him off in the press because I think, do you know what? My kids will yeah. read that one day, and that's one thing I've always stood by. Yeah. And I never slagged him off yeah. ever. And I went home this morning, everything they was asking, I was like, "Oh, he's so supportive. He's the best." Blah blah blah. Because I thought, "No, yeah. my kids will read that." Mm. But no, then we went to the scan when I found out it was. We found out we was having a boy, right? I don't know about you, but see, when I was pregnant, I was proper like, like I just wanted it. Really? You know what I mean? Like I just, you know what I'm saying? I wanted it. Oh, mate, bad. Not with Delilah, but with Fred. So he got dropped off at my house, and I, before it's done, I went, "Listen." I said, I know we can't stand each other. I know we fucking hate each other. I went, can you just give me a quick... I said, because... I said, I'm absolutely... I'm desperate. I said, I'm so desperate. I'm so heavily pregnant. I was like, I've got your baby in me. I can't I can't yeah. go with no one else. Like, I don't want to go with no one else. I said, but I'm, I've got... You need to scratch that itch for me. Right? So he was like, what the fuck? I think that broke the ice a little bit of like, oh, okay, like, we're all right. And, um, and then, yeah, we come back from the scan, found out it was a boy did the did and then we basically secretly got back together was meeting up everything wouldn't tell our families nothing because we're like they are gonna go mental we've had such dramas and we always say like that was the best thing we could have ever done like it it, honestly he like he went to Ibiza for months and I don't give a shit what you know we weren't together I don't care I don't think he would have because he gets himself in such states he can't even (laughs) talk so you know I don't think he done much you know I'm sitting like ocean club with Wayne Lineker (laughs) And then, yeah, then we got back together, had Fred. Then he proposed to me, rented out the Love Island villa and wow, proposed to me. Wow, did realise In the spot where we first met, yeah. He rented it out and the spot where I stepped forward for him in the pole, that's where oh. he got down on one oh. knee and proposed to me. Oh, that is actually really romantic. Yeah, 
not like that now. Um, and then, yeah, had Fred, got married, then had Delilah, and then that's, oh, we've got Nigel, and that's where we are now. The rest is history. Fred, Delilah, and Nigel. What a trio. So, Cara, would you let the kids, obviously when they are of age, ever go on a show like Love Island or Beyond Reality TV? I I, I don't know. It's such a hard one, isn't it? I think if it's the right thing, then I would because you do get a lot of opportunities from it and like a lot of a lot of us have been very like fortunate. I used to dance in a nightclub, like, and I used to work on like the channels. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Nathan was on a building site. We would never have been able to buy a house. Like we never ever yeah, would have to get a mortgage. Yeah. So I think if, as long as it was the right thing and they understood what they was going into, then I wouldn't, I don't think I'd say no. I just, I think it's so hard. Would you be more interested in your son doing it or your daughter doing it? My daughter's mental. So I think <laughs> she would terrify the life out of him. So I think Fred would be better. <laughs> but um, no, I just, both of them, they're, they're mad. So I think they'd be able to hold their own. But I just, yeah, of course. Yeah, I just think people need to, be aware of what they're going into and no, they're not coming out and be surprised when something happens. That does my idea. Now people are surprised and you're like, oh, yeah. Funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're like absolute assholes on it and then they're like, but you know that it's edited like that. No, but you was a dickhead. Like that, no one can force you to be a dickhead. So are you looking forward to the All-Stars, Cara? Because there'll probably be some people on there you know, won't there? No, they don't ever use Series 2. Are you mental? Look, look around. Look at the telly. Look around at the telly. Do you ever see anyone from series one or two? Be honest. No, not really. No, I don't. Yeah, you're you're the founding fathers. They don't use series one or two. You're too expensive, Cara. You're too expensive, babes. We was before it got all PC. That's why. <laughs> that was when it was good, though. That was when it was good. <laughs> we was we was the shagging in the bedroom in the smoking area, throwing drinks at each other. Yeah, but you're you're the reason why it's still going. I feel exactly. Yeah, no, I probably will watch it. Apparently, there's going to be a little clip of us. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah, from like eight years ago. Don't get excited. I'm not. I'm not. Be, I'm not being flown off to like anywhere nice. Oh, I was gonna say no one's asked me, but I didn't fucking win it, so that's probably why. But I would like to be shown when I'm skinny. Shut up, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Come here. Come out. Is he gonna charge us extra? Look, go on. You like <laughs> a bit of five minutes? Go on. Get yourself some air time. Oh, hello. How are you? Hi, Nathan. Hello. How's things? All good. <laughs> All good. Thanks. How are Great. you? What are you chatting about? What's the chat? Shit, men are perfect. Real housewives. Oh, yeah. Not me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, housewives. How good is housewives? Oh, stuff? mate, I just love it. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Milfs and gossip. That's what I live for. Milfs and gossip. You two spend way too much time to give. How did he? He literally repeated exactly what you said. It got, it got really awkward then. He's like, oh, I'm going to go now. It got awkward. <laughs> oh, that is so good. Oh, well, we've got two for the price of one. Got a little Nathan Massey cameo. There you go. I've had a really lovely time. Thanks for having me. Well, it was so nice having Cara on. I felt like it, I, I was actually a little bit starstruck because for me, like the OG Love Islands, I only watched probably the first three seasons. And all I can remember is Cara farting in front of Nathan. And that was what sold the whole show to me. Cara is just such a down-to-earth girl. Like she's just, you could chat with her for hours. Thank you so much for joining us, Cara. And guys, if you'd like to see more of Cara and her family, follow her Instagram at Cara underscore Delahoyd or follow the Delamas family on YouTube. Stay up to date. She was definitely my favourite from Love Island. I'm going to say it. I know. 
I'm probably not impartial. But yeah, I love them together. She's just so normal. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. That is the Oh Baby Pod with Shauna and Holly. We are going to be bringing you so much more content this year. We want to talk about your confession because I have already put like a, a call for action out there on Instagram and you lot are unhinged. Some of the confessions I've got are wild. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. And um, the point being, I think we got here because of the kids, but we don't need them anymore, do we, Shauna? No, no. So let's just stop talking about them and let's just crack on and just make it all about us. Like we would anyway. Yeah, I've got what I need from there. It's great knowing her. Um, and we're probably just going to part away if I'm drinking. She's, she's still in my life. Um, but yeah, we just, we thought... Yeah, thank you for your time, Cece. Our whole life is revolving around this baby. And we want this one hour where a sprinkle of the baby, you know, we can bring her in, we can mention that they're still, they're still great. Yeah, more of the day-to-day. But I think we pretty much know it all, don't we, babe? Look at our lives. <laughs> Thriving. <laughs> can, you hear Biggie cry- can you hear Biggie crying at the door? <laughs> I can. I can hear him crying. Poor thing. Gentle parenting. Anyway, thank you so much, guys, for... (laughs) Thank you so much, guys, for joining the Oh Baby Pod. We will see you next week.